Hey, this is Dub from the iHeartGeek podcast, and you are listening to two of my favorite people, Dino and Michelle, with the Huh podcast. Hey everybody, we are back, our podcast, this is Dino, and Michelle, Happy New Year, it is 2021, that's it, all our problems are solved, every single one of them, it, evidently, right. that's what we're waiting for, right, the year to turn, <laughs> new everything, you know, brand new, and, and, uh, what do they say? New year, new you, same sh- stuff. <laughs> I tell you what, though, it, uh, 2021 has started off as a doozy. Um, in celebrity news, we lost um, Shabadoo, um, who played Ozone in Breaking and Breaking Two. Um, well, now you're going to get a little bit more into depth than that when you when you get together. Uh, yeah, we again, we've right? got a good episode of Last Show to Rio coming up. Um, we're going to be bringing in our buddy Keith awesome. on that, awesome. so there's going to be a lot to talk about. So that and the same day, Dorn Wells from Gilligan's Island, yeah. Marianne, she died, and then today in the morning, Tanya Roberts was passed away but not really because now there are reports that she's alive and it was a mistake so so we'll we'll take we'll take the evening over the morning today yeah i will take that um actually i was watching the tourist trap the other day and man i i I revisit that maybe about once or twice a year (laughs) that movie freaks me the heck out but yeah so that was good this is a last-minute update edit. Tanya Roberts has indeed passed away, so rest in peace, Tanya Roberts. As far as personally, man, 2021 has been... It's starting off <clears throat> with a bang! Yeah, it's starting <laughs> off with a definite bang. Um, you know what? I mean, I... The last couple of days have been very tough. Mm-hmm. Um, I prefer not to go into details i hope nobody minds yeah um but you know it's i have my moments where i'm feeling really good and i'm excited about the changes and then i have my moments where the tears just start flowing right well I, you know we had we had the electrical problem that i right. touched on uh briefly last week right no i'm sorry i wasn't here y'all but yeah yeah, I had to do what I had to do. But then the other day, yeah, just driving down the road, 
the Van Dyes. <laughs> we were just, and I just lost everything. Nowhere. Like it did. It wasn't even like a sputter out. Yeah. It just, I lost everything. Right. And you had had an issue for a little bit with the gas pedal. with the gas pedal where it felt like something was pushing back on you. Right. And then it would go. Right. You know, and it would right. release, and, and then I'd go. And then the other day, just out of nowhere. Uh, which, like, the worst place for it to... I was on a two-lane road. On a hill. At, on a hill, coming up to a bridge. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was it was the worst place. And I'm sitting there, you know, I called you and, and Dad to come out to me. And trying to figure out, okay, do I need to call um, law enforcement to come out here and help? And um, But just as... Just as things uh, usually happen for us, uh, and I, I will, I will put it on God. Yeah. Um, an officer was on his way uh, to the next town, and, and just happened on by, and and he stopped and directed traffic, and he was very very nice. I was very appreciative, and um, that whole situation, you know, from the time from the moment I broke down to the time that um, the wrecker drop the car off I think wasn't any more than 30 minutes yeah it was just like a bam 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 everything was done so yeah. and it know, wasn't that bad of a price for the tow no no it was not really. pretty darn reasonable yeah so I mean all all in all as upset as I've gotten over the last couple of days and, I, and I'm sure it's, it's gonna last a little bit longer um, given all the circumstances uh, I still see the silver lining yep that's, I had put it on my Facebook, too. I said, searching for silver lines. Yeah. You know, because that's just what it is. And I've got something to look forward to. On Saturday, uh, we went up to Greenville, and I had a consult with a tattoo artist. Yeah. I'm going to, Dino gifted me with my tattoo uh, for Christmas. Um, now, I can't get it until April. Right. Um, the artist, I, I found him online, and he is just absolutely, his work is absolutely amazing. Because mm -hmm. um, I want a very colorful, bright, colorful piece. Yeah. And he does a lot of cartoon and, and things like that. Uh, he does a lot of Marvel stuff. And so, but his color work is just absolutely amazing. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to getting that. Now, they do have me on the list that if somebody cancels, they can call me mm -hmm. and I can make arrangements to get yeah. up there. But. Yeah. And I don't mind. Um, this is a Main Street tattoo? Yes. In, is Malden. It in Malden. Yeah, it's in Malden. In Malden, South Carolina. I think, yeah, I think they've yeah. got a couple of locations around like Malden, Simpsonville, Greenville. I think there's like two or three different locations. And if I'm not mistaken, if I read it right, this particular artist actually goes between two shops. Oh, okay. He does a shop uh, during the week in Charleston. And then he's up in he does he's at the Malden location I think like Friday Saturday and Sunday. That's a haul, yeah. 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 And and yeah, I'll uh, I'll take the if you don't mind, I'll take you know, probably take the picture of what you're gonna get. And I'll, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll no. post it up on Twitter not, not and on the Facebook page. Yeah, and this once you put it up there, I'll actually give a lot of the meanings because a lot of people won't. Yeah, won't get it. Won't it's get very it. nuanced, a lot of it. Yeah, I mean, it just looks like a straightforward tattoo, but I put a lot of thought into not only the image, but the colors. I mean, there's meaning behind every color I chose. There's, right. you know, there's meaning behind every little aspect mm -hmm. of it. So, yeah, no, I'm excited to get that. But um, I also have decided to start the children's 
books that I've always that I've wanted to write forever. Wow. Now it's not going to be the Lally Adventures of Lollipop. Yeah, which I used was, to write for my <laughs> for your uh, uh, daycare daycare yeah. kids. Yeah, yeah, I was a I was a, a three year old teacher at a daycare Christian daycare, and um, our pop our puppy at the time or our dog at the time her name was Lally and I used to always just on the fly come up with these <laughs> adventures adventures of Lollipop and what she used to do with the duck council and oh yeah it was <laughs> it, the kids used to eat it up I mean they used to come can we have another story about Lollipop <laughs> <laughs> you know so that was fun I, I never actually sat down and wrote any of them down they were just stories that were there right and and i would tell them now this time um i'm going a little bit older those would probably more have been like a board book or yeah you know maybe like you know like the golden yeah the golden book golden books Mm -hmm. you know something of that this one uh this series i might actually i was thinking about doing uh, there's what seven fruits of the spirit i believe so okay i was thinking about doing seven books Mm -hmm. but i think i might actually take it down um, to three, okay, and hit more than one fruit. Okay, in in each story. Yeah. Um, you know, but I've I've got the ideas flowing, and I'm gonna uh, get that done. But these are gonna be more of. Um, Killian says they're not young adult. <laughs> like tween. Yeah, like a tween. You know, like your uh, Magic Tree House books. Not very many pages. You know, maybe. 70 to 80 pages because I'm only looking at having um, 7 to 10 chapters at the most. Yeah, there there are 7 gifts and 9 okay. fruit. Wait, no. There's seven, no, there are 9 gifts and 7 gifts. fruit. Okay, so, alright. So if I, yeah, we'll, we'll see how, how I divide that up. But um, I've already started the uh, outline for it. Well, right now it's in my head. I'll put the outline on paper tonight. But, um... Yeah, that's going to be my next step. Oh, and I know that I mentioned a long time ago uh, about doing with a church. That's back on my plate again. So we'll see where that carries me. Yeah. I'm sorry. I Was was I drabbling on? No, not at all. <laughs> not at all, not at all. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so my 2021 adventure started off real well. Yeah, you know, I went back to work, and that was that was great. Um, my one coworker was on vacation, right. which is another reason I was so eager to get in there. That way, someone was covering the vacancy, and turned out the other guy had hurt himself while I was out, and. And hurt his wrist, so it's like, uh, and you know he's on light duty for two weeks. Well, we don't have light duty. I don't know what we're gonna do here. But I couldn't even come in to cover that because I was still on force quarantine. COVID nineteen. But so now I'm back at work, and that's good. But. You know, numbers are kind of ticking back up, COVID-wise. Right, and I think that's just in general from from what yeah. I've been hearing. You know, and they expected it yeah. because of all the Christmas gatherings. Right. It, it was yeah. expected to go up. So yeah. we're, we're about, you know, how many days? We're 
10 days after Christmas yeah yeah about that about yeah. that and you know the the time for symptoms and everything to show up um, is between two to 14 days so we're right in that pocket where numbers are going to start picking up right so yeah I'm sorry I didn't mean to interrupt you no that's fine so of <laughs> course you know me and little Kenny COVID-19 are very busy you know doing buildings but like everywhere it's an emergency that this gets done but not such an emergency that people can't be inconvenienced for 20 minutes but I can be inconvenienced for three hours because they can't be inconvenienced for 15 minutes so honey but people are fickle people, people are, are weird yeah and I know people think we're weird so yeah so just go with it that's that go and you know I mean I hear stories all the time we I've got a friend of mine uh, Johnny uh, Ganache who works at a auto parts store and he is always talking about how pe how ridiculous customers are in this and you know with the COVID, with the mask, but I mean, when we went to the mall the other day, mm -hmm. I have no idea what, exactly what it was about, but but it, I had a feeling it had to do with COVID mask because we went to the um, I think it's called the Haywood Mall, the Haywood Mall in Green in Greenville, and it was by a shoe store. I won't mention the shoe store, but it was a shoe store, and there was an employee that was yelling at. First, yeah, first he was yelling at a customer. At the customer, and the customer kept coming at him, and and then security was there, and he was holding them apart. And the, the guy from the shoe store is going, "Why don't you do your damn job for once?" If Woody had gone right to the police, this would never have happened. So I, I'm, I'm thinking it had something to do with masks or. Whatever. Because they were doing the most of the stores, not all of them, but most of them were doing the no more than six people in a store have to have your mask up. That whole yeah, thing. most of your 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 popular stores, your, yeah, your ones that usually only have two or three in there at a time anyway. Right, just really weren't doing that. But yeah, I don't know if it was wrong or right of us, but instead of steering our kids away, we I like put them in front. Watch. <laughs> Here's a learning moment, kids. <laughs> Here's what happens when a, you know, stubborn force meets a uh, really irritated, you know, object. So, but yeah. So, I mean, it's it's what it is. And guys, let's just try to be decent. I know it's hard. Trust me, I get it. I mean, I'm trying my best mm -hmm. to stay decent. Yep. And that's... Well, I'm, I'm dealing right now with trying to not want revenge and not want to be, mm -hmm. you know... Um, well, yeah, I mean, seeking your... Yeah. Your, your righteous indignation? I, I, I don't yeah. know, but, but I mean, yeah. I'm some stuff about, you know, about me through it, and, and yeah, it's hard, and I, yeah, I went on one of my, um, 
Facebook groups and, and I asked them, you know, a, a Christian one, and I said, if you can please, I'm having a really tough struggle right now. If you don't mind sharing some scriptures that encourage you and, and help you to get through, and I've been reading those and it's really been helping. Um, you know, but I'm learning that uh, sometimes you do just have to let go, even, yeah. w- even when you feel you've been wronged. You, yeah. you just kind of have to let it. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, and you have to ask yourself, is this battle worth winning? Mm-hmm. You know what? You're gonna win, but what's your what's your right? What's your booty? You know, what are you getting from that victory? Right. And am I getting a bigger victory by letting it go? Right. You know, and that that's that's kind of what I have to weigh. And you know, in this situation, I do. I feel like I was wrong. Mm-hmm. Um. And I still truly do believe that. And I think where a lot of my struggle coming in, too, is because um, I feel like I was wronged because I w- I've recently learned how to exert my own voice. Right. And not let people walk all over me. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I'm getting walked over or, or somebody's trying to walk You're not Right. You're car. not being walked over anymore. Right. And this is kickback for that. How dare you not let me use you as a doormat? Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it, it's hard how you, to find that, how do I be decent in that situation? Right. Because there's a part of me that does want to scream out and mm-hmm. just lash and, right. you know, because if I do just let it go, am I being a doormat? Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because isn't that what being a doormat is? Is you just say, oh, well, and you let them do mm-hmm. it? Right. You let them get away with it? Yeah. So we're, I'm still working on that, and, and we'll get through, but it's going to be a really good lesson for um, the new year. Right. Um, I didn't see it coming. I, I didn't want this to happen, but it is right. what it is. Because you do, you want a change in the situation. Right. Not necessarily for you even but for people in the future who would be put in that sit in in that in in your position and you have to weigh being the bigger person does the being the bigger person make the biggest impact right you don't don't know know. and and i don't Don't know know if i'll ever really know right but I, I've... and we're going as cryptic as we go. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. There are guys. So, some of you who will know it, but, but yeah. So yeah. Uh, I'm finding those silver linings, and uh, I'm moving forward with uh, yeah. bigger and better things. Hey, but hey, we've got two shows we need to talk about that we watched. We do, but what we're going to do right now is commercial break. Welcome to Victims and Villains. This is the channel where we talk nerd, we talk hope, and we speak nothing else. I'm your host, Captain Nostalgia, and I'm so glad that you're here to join us. Victims and Villains is a podcast and YouTube channel that marries pop culture and suicide prevention, producing content with the intent to let people know that there is hope and that there is a better way and that each and every listener has value and worth. 
listen to Victims and Villains on your favorite podcast catcher or on YouTube by searching for Victims and Villains. Also, check out their website, victimsandvillains.net. Looking for a new podcast? Check out the Infectious Groove podcast. My name is Russ, and I host the show along with Michelle and Kyle. Every Monday, the three of us bring you music news and tell you our jammy jams, so you'll always have new music to check out. The Infectious Groove podcast discusses music from nearly every decade and genre while openly displaying our passion for music you need to hear. On top of that, we have a thought-provoking main topic of discussion every week to get you thinking, discussing, and sharing music. We also include interviews with the music stars of yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all major podcast platforms. Subscribe and listen to the Infectious Groove podcast on your favorite podcast platform today. Hi there, this is the Manster, one of your humble hosts from Pina Comics Podcast. What is Pina Comics, you say? Fair question. Pina Comics is a weekly pop culture podcast with a mission. A mission to explore humankind's greater geekdom and report our findings back to you listeners every week. We explore movies, games, TV shows, comics, local events and conventions, and so much more. We'll tell you just what we think of all the stuff that makes life fun, or at least bearable, and hopefully make you laugh, chortle, cackle, bust a gut, or even just chuckle while doing it. So join me and my fellow host, Ganache, every week. You'll find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or whatever podcatching app you like to stuff inside that little phone of yours. Listen in. Okay, great commercial. Um, they'd sell, they, they would sell Nico. Nico likes commercials. Nico loves commercials. Yes. Oh my. If there's a sucker for advertising, <laughs> it is Nico. Oh man. Love you, girly. <laughs> you know what we haven't done in a while? What? Is a segment that I like to call. We, uh, when we were going up to Greenville, mm-hmm. I keep wanting to say Greenwood, <laughs> but Greenville, uh, of course, we stopped off at Dollar Tree, which is where I do my dollar hunts, and, uh, we, we were getting drinks and stuff like that, car right up, and this Dollar Tree had a lot of movies. I mean, they had a lot. What I just said, you know what? You guys know what I like candy-wise. Go get me something. I'll be here looking for movies. <laughs> I'm looking for one in particular, but they don't have that. But I know someone had seen one somewhere at a Dollar Tree. So I'm looking for that movie. But one of the films I got, and it, it is on Prime, but there's a couple of special features on the movie, so it's worth getting, was uh, Abattoir. Ten years before I took over the ownership, there was a nasty home invasion. A husband and wife killed. In your house? More specifically, in the hallway. And the hallway was gone. Half a dozen properties bought and sold over a 50-year span, each one purchased. After a tragic event occurred in the house. Who buys a house and cuts the entire crime scene out of it? 
I'll listen to closing papers. Jebediah Crone. The guy's a ghost collecting ghosts. I'm getting too close to this one. Are you willing to build this foundation on the bones of angels? Will you follow me, children? Jebediah Crone had been to hell, and he brought back with him some of his secrets. You have no idea what this town has brought. Please tell me what he's building. You would brave the hell for your loved ones. I would construct one for mine. Avatar was directed by Darren Lynn Bozeman, who did uh, Devil's Carnival, Devil's Carnival 2, Repo the Genetic Opera, Saw 2, 3, 4, and 5, I think, a bunch of films. Okay. It, it starred Jessica uh, Lounges and uh, had Lynn Shea in it, and... First, it took me a little bit to get into it, even though it moved kind of quick, but it seemed like I was jumping in in the middle of something. Uh, first of all, what threw me off is it had the, the lead actress and the lead actor had a very 1940s, 1950s thing going on. You know, he was like this hard-boiled... He was a cop. But he had this, like, hard-boiled, you know, Philip Marlowe type of thing going on. <laughs> she looked like... You know, she was a reporter, but she looked like she was from, like... You know, his gal Friday or something. You know? And it was like... Wait, okay, what year is this supposed to take place? Because it looks modern, but they look... Period. <laughs> so I'm confused here, and but it was modern day, in I, I think it it was shot in Louisiana. Yeah. Um, I would say I wasn't paying too much attention at the beginning. At that point, yeah. Yeah, I, I only got in maybe third of the way in. And it was about a, this girl. Her family is murdered. Her sister, brother, uh, brother-in-law, and son are violently murdered in their home the house sells within a week they go to the house and the room where the murder takes place is gone well see i want to know if the house had already sold how did they get into it i don't know i I didn't i i i don't know if (laughs) i was on my phone or whatever but it was like yeah it was like a five-day turnaround yeah and evidently they find this pattern in the area mm-hmm. of these violent murders, most of them senseless, taking place. And then within a week, the house is sold 
and the room is gone. Right. Whether it's the hallway or the kitchen, whatever room, it, it's gone. And then it kind of goes from there. It, it was, it reminded me of kind of, sort of had a hereditary thing meets The Shining and maybe Skeleton Key just because of the old southern Louisiana thing. There's a, a preacher and talks about hell and you know, the, your own personal hell, really. Yeah. Um, which, well, I'm not watching it for a theological study, so oh, come I, on, why not? I let a whole lot of that, you know, go. <laughs> which is why, you know, maybe for next week we will talk about Disney's soul. We, okay, we, yeah, because the, kid, the kids are yeah. wanting to see that. And, you know, we're seeing people, you know, oh, well, this is, you know... But, 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 listen, Disney is not trying to make a theological study. No. I've never gotten any type of theological insight from Disney. Why am I going to try to start now? <laughs> so, yeah, I don't mind watching Disney's soul. And I don't think I'm, you know, going to become a heathen or completely jack up my Anyway, I went off on it. Yeah, as I said, wait a minute. I, so. I wasn't done talking about... <laughs> but do you have anything else with Epitaur? Yeah, because I had read to you a um, comment mm -hmm. about it that I read off of IMDb after the show. And it kind of really summed up one of the things that I was, that I was thinking. Um, in a lot of your movies where there's, you know, some kind of mysterious <coughs> whatever, usually there's a big reveal. Yeah. Um, I, I think a lot of... Uh, page 30 moment yeah you know that where it explains what is going on and why it's happening. yeah here's your it, inciting event boom right, but it's this big dump. and then it's this big information dump. right and then and, by the last real beginning of the last reel you know everything that's gonna happen you're just watching, watching it unfurl okay this didn't do it and i like the way that the person who made the comment said it is it felt like they were reading a book mm-hmm and you were given the information you needed at the time. It, it, you were given breadcrumbs. I'm saying that. I'm saying yeah. breadcrumbs along the way. Um, so there was not this big reveal. It was like, okay, you need to know this now. Mm -hmm. Okay, now you need to know this. And for me, that made it interesting because you were constantly looking for, okay, what's the next thing that I'm going to learn about this? Right. And going deeper and deeper into it, and some probably would think it was that was very slow. Some people probably really like the information dump and then the just right. watching. But I thought it was very different and interesting that it just kind of led you slowly and only gave you mm -hmm. what you needed to know to get to the next right. step. I I enjoyed that aspect okay. of it. Yeah, and like I said, you know, the director has made quite a few Saw movies, and I enjoyed them till about, well, I liked three, and four was okay. Um, and then I felt they had diminishing returns from there on. But what I liked about the Saw movies was it was an onion. Each right. film kind of peeled back a layer into John. Mm -hmm. And 
you know, I, I, this movie kind of did that, did that little layery, puzzly right. thing. Yeah. Now the the gentleman that made the comment said that you have to watch it the second time uh-huh. because one, you know, once you've gotten to that end and you've got all the information, watching it a second time, he says it takes on a whole nother. Oh, yeah. He goes, so it's definitely worth yeah. the rewatch. You'll you'll see things that you didn't catch. Yeah. The first time, so yeah, we're we typically watch things any mm-hmm. <laughs> multiple times anyway, and you know, unfortunately, well, looking on the IMDb, unfortunately, I I think this movie um, could have done better than it did. Yeah, you said what? It, it was for a little the, over five mil. Yeah, the estimate was five million, and I think the return on it was uh, six hundred sixty-three thousand two hundred and forty. Yeah, that's, worldwide. That's a shame. Yeah. Yeah, it that, it, it, yeah. it didn't get what it, it was deserved. better. Right, it was a better movie than that. But then again, we are in the section of I'd buy that for a dollar. Right. So. <laughs> yeah. And it is on Amazon Prime, I believe. So <laughs> go check that out, Abattoir. And that has been. I'd buy that for a dollar. All right. So during Christmas. Yes. You had me sit down. And watch the finale of the what fifteen season? Fifteenth season of Supernatural. Now, mind you, when I say finale, for me, the finale was not the last show. No. Well, but I'm not going in the direction you're going. Okay. For me, the finale was the last four shows. Okay. And that's why I had, you know. You yeah. didn't watch the whole season, but you watched kind of the beginning of it, and then we, and then we skipped, you know, because <coughs> they do a lot with through the, um, yeah. the thens and the nows. Yeah, they they do they do a good <laughs> so, job, so and you, then you know there's a lot of filler episodes and stuff like that. Right. Too. So, but I, I told you to pick it up at the fourth from the end. Right. And that's for me, honestly, where the finale started. Right. And this has been the only season I've done. I've seen all the other seasons. Yeah. So. But, um, yeah, so for me, I think the finale itself, I think the last four could be considered the finale. Right. Man, I've never cried so much at a show. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm watching it, and the three, you know, the three previous shows. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna spoil. I, the show's been out. Um, Castiel giving himself. Uh, that was kind of brutal. Yeah, his his talk with uh, yeah. Dean. Yeah, that that was rough. And then you know they could have ended it with that and had you know just okay. Well, they they defeated Chuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God, Chuck. And you can, the girls love it. Oh, God's name is Chuck? <laughs> what the? Well, it doesn't end up as Chuck. No. Nope. No. It's true because... Jack becomes the new God. Yeah. Well, because Jack and... I mean, Chuck and the darkness... Had kind of melded. Right. That was... Am- but Am- then... Am- Amara was the, the sister. Right. Which was darkness. And they just... Right. They, became one again. Right. But 
Um, but yeah, Jack was beating, getting all his energy from Chuck right. and drained him of his energy. And right. Yeah. So then. Which is an interesting twist and a theological because, okay, so Chuck is technically Jack's grandfather. Right. Because Jack he, is Lucifer's son, son. Right. And Lucifer is God's son. Right. So technically Jack is the grandchild. Right. But now he has assumed the power. Right. Well, it's kind of like, like a Mormonism. Yeah. Where? Well, I mean, but in this, Chuck was actually Chuck still lives. Yeah. He just isn't. Is a he, man. He, he's, he's just a man. right. He's right. He got stripped of his divinity. Yeah. Where Jack gained his divinity. Right. Right. Yeah. But I'm and, glad to see. I, I like Jack, so I'm glad yeah. that something good happened with him. And you know, he told me, "Oh, I'll always be here." Mm-hmm. You know, in this omnipotent, omnipresent. Yeah, what 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 would that theology be called? The, it, where he's hands off, because that's basically what he said. It's, he's it, like, I'm going to be here, but I'm not going to be. It's more of like a deist, okay, type of thing where I create, you know, God's here, I'm gonna, and then all right, right. The power I hold created everything, because he didn't create everything. It's just the power, power, he, right? How he holds created everything, but now that he holds that power, mm-hmm. he's going to back off. And right. he's gonna let the world just kind of yeah. I think do as it does. I think that's more like a deism okay. type of thing. You know, there's a god; he's the cause of it, and now we maintain it. Right. Type of yeah, thing. Yeah, he's just he's just hands off. And it's a, a a lot of what a lot of the founding fathers believed. Okay. Uh, Thomas Jefferson, you know, in particular. Mm-hmm. Um. But then they had to put the coda <laughs> on it, and yeah, they couldn't leave well enough alone and just have the Winchesters, you know, do just live do. their life out. No, no, <laughs> they had to have another thing where Sam and Dean, after a while, they get a you know a job mm-hmm. fighting vampires. And Dean dies like within the first ten minutes of the show. Gets him pale, and it's like uh, just the conversation uh, between those two. Yeah. And I don't know if it's you know because I've I've done not that I have an extensive whoop repertoire, but because I've acted before, right. I also try and see it from that lens because here's two actors who. Who have acted against each other as brothers for, you know, a decade and a half. Yeah. I'm sure you can tell that there's a camaraderie between the two of them. Yeah. I've never heard of there being any, you know, like, issues between the two of them. I've, everything I've seen in the show and outside of the show, they get along very well. Right. So, they, I could also see, I saw Sam and Dean talking. And I saw Dean saying goodbye to Sam and Sam saying, you know, saying goodbye to Dean and letting Dean go. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to start crying right Sam. now anyway. Dean! Sammy! <laughs> Dean! But I saw Jensen and Jared yeah, saying, saying goodbye, goodbye to each other. To each yeah. other because they knew this was 
the ending of, of this time together. Not that they're not going to be friends, right? But it was but the this, ending of this right. chapter mm-hmm. with them together, and oh, oh, it got me. Yeah, <laughs> it got me. Yeah, yeah, it got me too. And then it had Dean in heaven, mm-hmm. and he saw Bobby. Yeah. Which is good because it brought back the mention of Jack again and how Jack made everything right. Right. Everything, everything that, right in heaven that, that Chuck done jacked up. Yeah. Yeah. Chuck jacked up and Jack fixed it. Well, <laughs> because I... Yeah. Yeah, yeah Jack. Yeah. <laughs> play I, on names. You didn't even catch that. I, uh, I well, caught. I was trying not to play on the other name because I was going to say about Chuck something up and then Jack fixed with Chuck jacked up so yeah <laughs> again because he's the one that pretty much welcomed Dean, Dean back into into heaven yeah and, which I could see that being the case mm-hmm. even, o- even yeah, over even, even over his mom and dad yeah I could see Bobby being the one that welcomed him yeah and, and explained to him yeah how heaven worked yeah and he even mentioned that um what was his name? Uh, it wasn't Otis. Was that Otis? Who was Captain uh, Stephen Williams, Captain Fuller's character? That he's like a mile down the road or something like that? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah with it with uh, his significant other. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dean's, Dean and Sam's mom and dad are living in a house. Yeah. You know, close to there together. And, yeah. and then while they had that, then they had Sam go out to Texas or something. Yeah. For a supposed hunt or whatever. But then he ends up meeting someone. He ends up getting married, having a son named Dean that he names Dean, raising him, and it shows him on his deathbed. Right. Now all this is all taking place during that same conversation that Dean is having with Bobby. Right. And Dean just driving down the road. So of because, of course, time does not go, you know, 24-hour chronologic, you know. And, and Bob, Bobby, like even, Bobby even tells him he'll be sooner than, you know, he'll... Yeah, he'll be here sooner than you think. Right. Because time doesn't work the same. Right. You know? So then D, uh, Sam ends up dying, an old man. On his deathbed. On his deathbed with his son... Giving him permission, with Dean, his son, giving Sam permission yeah. to go, which in the Complete beginning opposite. was yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Well, where that's where that's that was Sam? Yeah, because Sam had to give Dean permission to go and tell him it's okay, and that's what he said. Tell me it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then Dean did it to Sam, yeah. and then set well, it up again. Not to bring it off of the show, but I think where that hits home is um, my grandfather. Um, yeah. My paternal grandfather. He had had a... Um, he was living in a nursing home here in South Carolina because my parents had not fully moved here yet, but they moved him up because uh, they had the opportunity to do so. So they did that. Yeah. And he had a stroke. And we lived closer. So I was actually the first one to make it to the hospital. I brought I brought Killian with me. Killian was only a few months old. Yeah. I brought Killian with me, and 
when I got to the hospital room, he was still coherent. He knew no. who I was. Yeah. Uh, he did keep calling Killian Dean, though. <laughs> <laughs> so it hits home even more because there's a Dean involved. <laughs> but, you know, he... But he kept calling Killian Dean. and right. But then he was talking to me about your job. So it, it was... You know, he was there, but he wasn't there. And I got to tell him I love, I loved him. And, you know, so that, that was good. But my dad didn't make it up till the next day. Mm-hmm. And in that meantime, mm-hmm. or actually he made it up that night, but he didn't have time to get to the um, hospital. Mm-hmm. He, he drove straight to the house. I left the hospital, met my dad at the house, and our plans were to go to the hospital the next morning. We got a call the next morning that during the night, my grandfather had had another stroke, and at this point, he was not conscious or coherent right. in any way. So by the time my dad got to see him, there was no conversation between the two. Mm-hmm. And on the final night before we left, um, my dad was in the room. He, my dad had to go back to work, so he couldn't stay. Um, my dad just said to my grandfather, it's okay. You can go. Right. And my dad left so he could drive back down to Florida. And my mom, uh, since he was on the road, the hospital called my mom uh, two hours later and said that my grandfather had passed. Right. So that whole, you know, it's okay. You can go. Yeah. Is a. It is a, yeah. you know, and it, because it, it is amazing how some people hold on and they need to hear from their loved ones here that it's okay mm-hmm. you know i'll be you know i'll be sad but it's okay go yeah. rest yeah you know mm-hmm. so yeah, i'm sorry i didn't mean to make <laughs> no, <it's laughs> make okay. that personal but i think maybe that's why it hit me as hard as it did and i think i'm just realizing right. they're talking about it right <laughs> but oh, yeah. um no i think it was a i think it was a really good ending to an amazing show yeah <laughs> And I would, I would, I would like to go back and rewatch it, but man, it's fifteen seasons. Yeah, so but the, the girls would get it now. The girls would love it. Yeah. Because uh, Nico's really trying to grab onto watching mm-hmm. scarier, yeah, things now. So yeah. I, I think that's actually a really good show because it's not since it was a TV show, it's not yeah as gruesome as some movies can get. Right. But it's really interesting storylines. Yeah. So yeah, maybe we will start re start watching it with the, with the girls. Mm-hmm. I think they'd enjoy it. I mean, when we first watched, because we didn't start watching it when it started, it was already. It was what? Ten, twelve seasons in. Was no, it? Ten, no, it was ten, about ten. About ten seasons in, and we binged the first ten. On yeah. And then we've we watched these and last five. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty live, yeah. Now, I think there is still talk. I had heard at one point that people were so upset that it was gone that they are thinking about bringing it back, but I haven't heard any more of that talk. Well, because I know uh, Jared Padalecki uh, is doing the Walker, Texas yes, Ranger reboot. And I, right. And I, well, it's already he's already done it. The, well, the beginning of it, the, the first episode's airing soon, I think, if it? It, if it didn't air already. Is it on CBS? I all access or I don't know. So, We're gonna no, have to find we'll out. find it. But yeah, so that's either aired or going to air soon. But I have still been hearing that there might be a spin off mm-hmm. with like Jody. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, because they, they were going to do whole, like a uh, Weird Sisters or something like that, where it was going to be Jody, um, the other, the cop, and, and like Cassio's daughter or something. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to see that whole, I think... Oh, not Cassio's daughter, but his vessel's daughter. daughter. Right. So, I mean, I, I'd like to see that whole thing. I think that would yeah, be... Cause that, I mean, be yeah, because, I mean, those were great episodes. I, I liked Jody. She was a good oh, yeah. character. And oh, she was badass. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> but, no, that would... I'd yep. like to see that. So. Yep. But, yep. That was Supernatural. And then, on Amazon Prime... Finally. Finally, I was. Finally. Saying it for what? When did I see it? In October? Yeah. Uh, was. Well, Hank, you didn't finish it till December, so it hasn't been that long. Oh. Mm-hmm. Was it? Yeah. Okay. You finished it while we were on quarantine. Like at the beginning of quarantine. Oh, yeah. Okay. So. Probably not that long. You've been asking me about midsummer longer. I've been, yeah, I've been asking you about midsummer for about a year and a half. <laughs> but Hand to God has had uh, Ron Perlman in it. Dana Delaney. Dana Delaney, Garrett Delahunt. Mm-hmm. Um, and it had to do with a judge named Purnell Harris. It opens up. He is buck naked in the city fountain praying in tongues. And so, of course, they think he is. Yeah, fifty-one fifty, and he's saying he's getting visions. I mean, what had happened was, I think it was only like five days before that, his son had killed himself. His son had attempted suicide. Right. Uh, For all intents and purposes, he he did. He succeeded. Yeah, he had shot himself in the head, and he was brain dead. But they were keeping him brain, alive. Right, on. they were keeping him alive. Because his uh, wife had been raped, and he was there. They had forced him to watch. So, seemingly through that guilt, you know, he had bought a gun for protection. Well, she had... She had, she, she had had him buy She it. insisted that he buy it because she didn't feel safe. Right. Which, of course, you know, says about him because he wasn't there to protect and his dad uh, Purnell is a judge he they call him Judge Judge Maximum he is the one where if someone is in his courtroom they did it and he's getting the maximum sentence and he like nothing got done in the town the town of San Vicente yeah nothing gets done in that town without his okay yeah ever like because he came from family money. Right. He came from family money. His great-grandfather? His grandfather, grandfather great-grandfather. Um, pretty much built the town. Yeah. There's... Like, his everything name is actually is, etched in the corner of the concrete in the first building in the town. Right. So, I mean, streets are named after Harris, Lane, Harris this, Harris that. Yeah. So, yeah, they... It's like, uh... Biedenbog and, uh... See, uh, <laughs> Sheely over, over yeah. here in this part of South Carolina. Yeah. I'm not implying that anything like that. Oh, yeah. No, but no. I'm just saying the name was. <laughs> and he starts getting these visions. Um, Garrett Delahunt is this guy, KD, 
Keith. He was a convict. He was a convict, uh, alcoholic, who has found God. And just is, as Parnell did. Right, just as Parnell did. Um, but he leads Bible study. He's and he, Katie is trying his best to be upstanding. He's got serious anger issues, but he's doing his best. Parnell is, you know, he's sleeping with a prostitute. He's doing all this and this. Well, through having, they went to the same church. Called uh, the Hand of God. Called the Hand of God, hence the, the name of this show. Which is run by a huckster of a preacher and his girlfriend. And those two aren't, you know, the most morally decent people either. Which, and that's why I find funny, is really the most moral person in this show is KD. Because he is struggling with his problems. That, that's what I'm, you know, mm-hmm. saying. You know, he's doing bad things, but he doesn't want to do them, but... Right. But he sees what he believes is the calling on Parnell, so he's not sure how to... Right. He <laughs> believes in God, so he's yeah. like, okay, if this really is God's calling, and it, and things that different occurrences pretty much give support and evidence that it is. Uh, right, or confirming. So he's like, I don't, I don't know, you know, Katie's like, I don't know how to handle this, so he just goes with it. Yeah. He, even though his conscious conscience is telling him it's not right mm-hmm. he just, he goes with it yeah because what happens is Parnell all of a sudden hears his son in this coma telling him you promised me you would catch these people mm-hmm. you know the ones that raped Jocelyn uh, and he starts seeing visions and it starts leading him down this path you know, and Parnell thinks that once he solves the rape, then God will wake up his son, PJ. Yeah, Parnell Jr. Parnell Jr. Um, so he, Parnell has Keith doing all the dirty the as dirty his, work. Um, in the Bible, there was King Solomon. And one of Solomon's head guys was this uh, warrior named Benaiah. And in the Bible, it even says, you know, it, it lists all of Benaiah's conquests. And one of them was he even killed a lion in a pit on a snowy day. Like, this guy jumped into a snowy pit with no traction with a spear and killed a lion. <laughs> Uh, there's a book called In the Pit with a Lion on a Snowy Day. And it's a really good book. I've uh, read that one. Um, you read that years ago. Years ago. In a church Bible study. So um, Keith is doing the dirty work. If someone needs to be roughed, got, up, roughed or... up or got rid of or paid off, Keith does it. Because he believes he's doing God's will and he is the hand of God mm-hmm. to Purnell's orders. Um, I will say... Well, I think he also, he also fe- on a human side, I think he also feels an indebtedness. Right, because... because Judge Maximum actually let him off. Right, because the way you meet Keith is 
cool. He's at this Bible study in this, uh, I guess it's like halfway house. Yeah. And it's Keith and one other guy. Well, the only reason he's there is for the donuts. Christians love donuts and coffee. I'm a Christian. I love donuts, so. And I love coffee. So. So, as they're doing this, one guy comes in and turns on the football game. Interrupting the Bible study. And Keith's like, hey man, we're doing the, we're doing this Bible study. Either turn off the TV and join us, or just wait till later. The guy's like, nah, man, he's only here for the donuts anyway. Nobody wants to hear about your God crap, this and this. So, Keith ends up beating the piss out of him with a chair. And, his, and the other guy start, gets up and starts eating the donuts because that's what he's there for anyway. He's like, oh, I thought we were done. <laughs> so, he's in front of Judge Maximum now, who he had just seen get saved at Hand of God Church. And so he thinks this is, you know, God's design, God's providence. Um, it doesn't take anything to convince Purnell of this. What it says is, you know, yeah, you know, I'm here to, and he's saying, I'm, I'm here to take responsibility for my actions, you know, as a Christ, you know, Christ follower of this. And Purnell's like, you know, do I know you? He goes, yeah, I saw you a hand of God. Boom. He... So Purnell was like, well, do you feel that your life was in danger? He's like, uh, yeah. He goes, all right, self-defense, time served. So it goes into this whole thing now with trying to find Jocelyn's rapist and... You know, this yeah, whole, let, let's not spoil whole thing. Let's I don't want to spoil it. Because we're only... We're we're halfway through the first episode. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we didn't give you anything that spoiled. Yeah. You could have gotten all that from the trailer. In fact, I played the trailer in last episode. You could have gotten all that from there. Yeah. Um. It's a it's a two season ride. Yeah. And it's it's over. And it's uh, over because it was what 2017, 2018, or eighteen. And I think it might have even been. I think it might have been like fourteen to fifteen. Because oh, okay. it was before Gary Dillahunt went to Fear. uh, Feared Walking okay. Dead. Okay, yeah, so I mean, it's, so it was, yeah. it was two, it, it's two seasons, so it's a quick binge. Yeah. I mean, by the time I did get to it and watched it, I think it took me a week. Yeah. week and a half. Because mm-hmm. once we got to episode seven, for whatever reason, episode seven was like, once it came, uh, season two, episode seven, mm-hmm. I was like, I fell asleep every single time <laughs> yeah. it came on. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm yeah. not saying it was boring. It was I'm like me with Anna and the Apocalypse. Yeah, every time it <laughs> Just came kept... on, I was like, Phew, out. <laughs> so I could have been done with it within, what, three or four days? Yeah. But that episode seven caught me. Yep. <laughs> yep. That was the opium episode, I guess. I don't know. But, but yeah. Yeah, so, so it, it'll be a quick watch, and you'll be able to see it from... There is resolution. Yeah. And it's not that it got cut. Yeah, it it didn't give you a, yeah. It wasn't a, hey, here's a, you know. They didn't Santa Clarita diet yet, okay? (laughs) They didn't do that. They didn't even lost you. They actually resolved everything, so. Um, anything else? 
What we got going on? I don't think so. I think we're good. Um, you talked about what you can Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do so. Um, I'll probably do, probably watch Wonder Woman this week. We'll see how that goes. I'm hearing not very good things about it. But I'm hearing good things. And when I'm hearing good things, it's from the people who went out to the movie theater to see it. And when I'm hearing not good things, it's people that stayed home and streamed it. So I don't you know. know. But there, there is, and I do get there that. Is very, there, it is very different watching. Yeah. Like, okay, if we went to the drive-in mm-hmm. to watch it, yeah. I am most likely not going to pick up my phone. Right. While the film's on. True. Here, I'm, I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna sit there and I'm gonna watch the film. Yeah. Of course, I might pick up my phone in between the shows. Right. You know, and only in like an extreme case if I like if I see a face mm-hmm. and I'm like I know that face I know I've seen her in something and if it's gonna if if that line of thinking is going to distract me from watching the movie You'll pick I'll up pick up my phone figure out <coughs> who that is go oh okay and put my phone down that yeah. way I can have full concentration here at the house. Yeah. Watching a movie, even if it's something I've never seen, mm-hmm. I don't think twice about picking up my phone and start scrolling through Facebook. Yeah. Oh, uh, did you know that Freaky is playing at the three dollar theater in Freaky. St. Andrew? That's the uh, Vince Vaughn killer high school girl switcheroo movie. Oh, okay. No, I didn't. It's playing there, and so is Gremlins. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, so uh, that might be fun to take the kids to go see Gremlins. Yeah, but. Anyway, <laughs> we want to keep the podcast going. I feel like it's been forever. But, okay, guys, um, do me a favor. Go on iTunes. Give us ratings. Five star, four star, you know, whichever. Uh, with constructive criticism. Or Podchaser or anything else. Tell your friends about us. Please. Please. Um... You can always catch these episodes at gangalley.com. Interact with the Facebook page, the Twitter feed. Last show at the Rio. If you haven't checked that out, that's Andrew and I. We get in a great conversations. Uh, next episode coming up is going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be dope, fresh, ill, chilling. <laughs> Ain't going to be whack. Or Ellen. <laughs> so, here's a little taste of things to come. God help us all. But, okay, guys, we love you. Be decent to each other. Peace. <laughs>